Hello everyone, my name is Belent and you are listening to Hoka Talk, a podcast on both YouTube and Spotify. Now first things first, there hasn't been a podcast uploaded since June 16th, I do apologise, it's well over a month ago now. I had a bit of a cough for about two weeks and I didn't want to be recording and coughing my guts up whilst doing so, so that's why I decided to just wait until the cough had come and gone and then decided to take a break, I guess, even though I've only made uh, the eight episodes so far. But nevertheless, we are back now and making podcasts again and uh, actually ties in quite nicely what I'm talking about today, which is the COVID-19 pandemic, as you'll be able to tell from the title. So to begin with, what is COVID-19 and how did it start, as I'm sure many of you know by now. So coronaviruses are a large family of viruses, with some causing less severe disease, such as the common cold, but obviously some can be severe, such as you know this new Indian variant that people are talking about that's uh, found its way you know, in the UK from India. And uh, how it started, well, you know, there's so many different conspiracy theories, I guess, and you could probably make a whole episode about it, so I could even about how the pandemic started because there definitely be a lot a lot to talk about and enough to talk about for a whole episode. Um you know, did it start in the Chinese city of Wuhan? Who knows? Um did it start by I think this this animal called a pangolin. I might have got that wrong, so do correct me if I did. And uh yeah, I don't know, like I said, too many um conspiracy theories out there. I myself, you know, I'm none the wiser. Uh I know I think it was first reported in Wuhan but uh, I think life pretty much now is back to normal there, whilst you know the rest of the world are in lockdowns and so on, such as Australia, who've I think recently got back into one, as far as I know from what I've been seeing on social media and so on. But yeah, that is coronavirus, you know, a large family of viruses with some causing less severe disease, such as the common cold. And I've seen religious people especially saying, uh, you know, the coronavirus and this whole pandemic in general is a test from God. And I do see that, and obviously I'm a religious person myself, I'm a follower of, of Islam, I'm a Muslim. You know, is there a test from God to test those that are weak and so on, and to determine who's strong out of those? I don't know, I'll be interested to hear what you guys think about that. Uh, leave a comment in the comment section below. Um, but yeah, you know, is it a test from God? Is he testing us to try and separate us, the weak, the strong? And is this what this pandemic is for? Uh, who knows? Um, as of the time of recording this, it was July the 19th, if you're listening, on the Monday, the number of deaths worldwide because of COVID-19 is uh, 4.1 million deaths. Uh, 191.3 million cases, although 174.2 million people have recovered from it, which is obviously great, and 12.9 million active cases as of now, and uh, that is actually why, you know, I had that cough for for two weeks or however long it was, I took a PCR test myself and was worried, you know, what if I have COVID and the the people I've I've seen in work and so on, they'll all have to stay home, Uh, so I took a test, wasn't uh, the most pleasant experience there is, having to, you know, put the well, whatever they call it, like the the stick. Oh, it's not not called a stick, but you know what I mean. Uh, the back of your tonsils and up your nose. Um, luckily, like I said, it came back positive. Positive, even negative. Um, no, it's not good if it comes back positive. Um, come back negative, and uh, that was a relief off my shoulder because I was worried about that. Had I uh, did I have it? Because it was a continuous cough. You know, I was coughing uh, quite badly, especially when I was on a bus um, going to work. I probably shouldn't have been going to work, but um, now that I, you know it came back negative, all is good and not positive. Um, 
And I'll go into more uh, about this later, but as of uh, the time of recording, the US has you know the most cases, so 34.9 million, I do believe, over 624,000 deaths. 29.3 million, though, have recovered, and uh, they currently have 4.9 million active cases. So out of the... 12.9 million in the world right now, 4.9 million is in the US, although I've seen, you know, fans going back to the NBA finals, you know, Phoenix and Milwaukee, uh, no masks and so on, no social distancing, but, you know, it is what it is, um, I guess it's up to them, but, uh, I, wherever I go, still wear masks, and I, I'm masking, and I know that in Wales, at least, I think August the 7th, restrictions are being lifted, I know that's in England today, and I'll get onto that again later, um, but yeah, um, well, what am I trying to say? Yeah, uh, I'll get on to that later, that's what I'm trying to say. So, the UK not closing borders, and this is something I wanted to talk about. And I have a whole list in front of me as I'm recording this. Uh, I think we wouldn't have had it so bad in the UK, uh, you know, in Wales, Scotland, England, Northern Ireland, should the borders have been closed and nobody allowed in, nobody allowed out, like Australia did to begin with. And uh, that's why, you know, I think, you know, they're back in the lockdown now, like I said, but that's what we should have done, to control the number of cases, to stop variants coming in. I mean, they might have done anyway, regardless of whether you close the borders or not, but as far as I'm concerned, and okay, it might be controversial, but countries with female leaders have handled things better. I think, is it Australia's leader or New Zealand's leader? Um, is it Jacinda Aaron? I think her name is? Uh, she's done a great job. Um, throughout this pandemic, uh, and you know, fair play to her, and you know, the male leaders especially should take note from her and uh, pick up an idea or two of what to do. So, uh, you know, hats off to her. Um, you're probably not listening, Jacinda, but uh, yeah, you know, I, I respect you, respect uh, how you've dealt with everything. And like I say, in general, countries with female leaders have handled things better, and you commonly argue against that and say that they haven't. Um, and now back onto the UK. Um, with decisions and so on being made, they're not really going to be good ones uh, that help people when you have people like Matt Hancock in government. Now, obviously, he's since um, resigned and is long gone. You know, he, I'm sure we've all seen the news and seen the pictures and whatever. He cheated on his wife. He's breached COVID-19 social distancing restrictions on multiple occasions. So I think shaking this guy's hand, he stood right next to him. Was it in the Houses of Parliament or the House of Commons? Um, either two, it doesn't matter. But um, yeah, and obviously the son uh, or whoever it was, there was a camera in his office or something. Uh, took pictures of him, him cheating on his wife with uh, a woman that he hired, um, which is just funny. Not that I condone cheating at all, but yeah, um, yeah, he's long gone now, and he's been replaced by Sajid Javid. I think that's how you pronounce it. Now I do apologize if I said it wrong, but he, again, he's probably not listening, especially what he's got on his plate right now. Um, Boris Johnson, the Prime Minister, um, who you may have seen the article the BBC News published or one of the news outlets um, in January, riding his bicycle seven miles from home, and it kind of just feels like one rule for one and another rule for another, if that makes sense. So you know, these politicians, Hancock, Johnson, can do as they please. So you know. They were saying, uh, the government, don't, if you're going to go and exercise, and it was the same for Wales to begin with, don't go further, like, four or five miles from home. Um, Boris Johnson went on a bike ride seven miles from home and obviously got away with it because he's the Prime Minister. He was always going to, no matter what, what he does, he will. Uh, Labour called him out and others did as well, and I'm doing that right now. Not that, obviously, it's going to make any difference, but, yeah, um, like I said, it feels like one rule for another, one, one for another, 
and uh, not really fair that's now is it um, I'd be curious to think again what you guys have to think, say about it um, and now masks as I've already mentioned um, I see a lot of people get out on the bus and come into the shops um, I, mean, I work in retail uh, for now anyway um, you're able to buy exempt lanyards on eBay and I see it's only people with you know I'm exempt because I've got a hidden disability and so on which is fair enough but the fact that you can buy them on eBay, it makes me think and it makes me wonder how out of the, all of the people that wear them actually need them or you just you just buy it on eBay. Because, you know, if you buy it on eBay and wear it, I could do it and nobody would be none the wiser. Okay, people who knew me would say, well, you haven't got a hidden disability and so on. Why are you wearing one? But to the general population and so on, to the general public, they'd be none the wiser. And, yeah, I don't know. It, it is annoying, I guess. Um, obviously, you can't... I mean, I know some people might, you know, but I'm not the one to go and say, oh, where's your mask? Uh, but to be fair to some customers, if they have forgotten a mask, you know, they'll come in and say, oh, can I have a disposable one? And I'll give them one without touching it, obviously. Um, but yeah, I'm not the one to say, I'll put a mask on, because I, I don't want any confrontation or any drama. I guess it's up to the individual, but I myself, if I'm walking through the street and so on, even if I'm by, by myself... Um, I will be wearing a mask. If I'm out with a friend, um, um, you know, my friend's not wearing one, I won't. Uh, which I, maybe is a bit contradictory, but um, yeah, you could buy exempt lanyards on eBay, which kind of says it all. So, like I said, it, it makes you think, it makes you wonder, doesn't it? How many people actually wearing them um, do actually need them? And uh, I guess that goes on to vaccines now. Um, you know, I've seen on bus stops and so on in and around Kefili, people uh, put their posters up saying that there's HIV in the COVID vaccines and the media and everything they're telling you about it is a lie and that there's blood clots in, I think, the AstraZeneca vaccine. And, um, yeah, I don't know what to think about that. I mean, I'll go on to this uh, in a moment, but I had my first vaccine now. And, okay, I had a bit of a sore arm for a day or two, but I think that's normal. You know, after I had it, and I think they say to say for everyone, I went to Newbridge, and they say, like, sit down for however many minutes. If you're feeling unwell, then come and tell one of us. Um, and yeah, I think if you're invited to go and have it, then go and have it. I'm thinking, you know, especially now we're, you know, coming towards the end of July, start of August very soon. Most people probably would have had it by now, but don't listen to what people are saying. You know, there's HIV in the vaccine, there's blood clots in the AstraZeneca one. Both my parents have been fully vaccinated now and, you know, they're fine. Uh, I know some people, you know, they might have fainted or whatever or been a bit unwell. But I think that's normal. You know, it's a vaccine. Um, and even if you have both vaccines, you know, you're still not immune from it. So you still have to obviously listen to the rules and so on. But each to their own. You know, who am I to tell you what to do? But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think the posters I've seen like in and around Kefili, um saying, you know, there's HIV in it and so on. I know there was people outside the castle before. Uh, fun fact, the oldest castle in Wales. But, uh, yeah, that's just a fun fact for you all. You fact, fun fact lovers, even. Um, and they were all like gathering together, protesting, and the police then went and intervened uh, or interfered, or whatever you want to say. Um, and it's, I think I hear that a few of them then tested positive for, for the coronavirus and or COVID 19, whatever you want to say. And I think that's just a bit ironic, isn't it? You know, you're protesting and saying, oh, there's HIV in the vaccine and so on, COVID is a hoax. Although, okay. If that's what you think, fair enough. You're allowed to think what you want. But if it's a hoax, then how can you explain, you know, the 4.1 million people have died? Okay, people die every day, but how can it be a hoax? Yeah, and, uh, oh, yeah, the irony. Um, 
that a few of them then tested positive. And I haven't seen them outside the castle protesting since. They might be elsewhere, but uh, yeah. Bottom line, as far as I'm concerned, if you're invited to go and have a COVID jab, then just go and have it. Don't say all oh, this and all oh, that, you know. Um, you know. Protect yourself and protect others and you'll be doing everyone a favour by going to have it. And I should be uh, being invited to have my second one soon and I'll be going to have it again. Uh, not a lover of, you know, injections and so on, but it's, it's for the best and really stupid if you don't go and have it. Uh, and, okay, if I've offended you by saying I do apologise, but this is my opinion and we are all entitled to have one. So today, July the 19th, we're listening on a Monday is Freedom Day in England, uh, so all the restrictions and so on have been lifted, so I don't think there'll be any more two-meter social distancing, no need to wear, wear masks anymore if you're going to a pub or whatever. Although this has been marred by soaring cases, uh, in England especially, and Sajid Javid, who I've already uh, mentioned, uh, replaced Matt Hancock as Secretary of State uh, for Health, has uh, tested positive, um, and yeah, there was a lot of talk about, well, should really uh, today have been Freedom Days, but especially with him testing positive and the number of cases in England at least going up. Uh, yeah, funny one that is. Um, I think, you know, obviously he's at home now, uh, self isolated until whenever he doesn't need to anymore until he returns a negative test. But uh, yeah, I'd be interested to, to hear what you think, um, especially if you're living in England. Um, you know, how, how, how are you feeling about today? Are you still going to be wearing a mask if you're going out? Because, you know, there's no, there's no saying you, you're not allowed to, you can if you want to. Um, although I'm, I, get, I imagine most people probably aren't going to, but uh, yeah, each of their own, like I said. Um, but yeah, marred by soaring cases, and obviously Sadi Javid, uh, the Secretary of State for Health, testing positive, um, kind of Mars did their whole day. Freedom Days is being labelled. But uh, like I said, if you live in England, let me know what you think, and uh, yeah, it'd be just interesting to hear. So um, as I've, I've done before, whenever I've been talking about. Uh, something like the COVID-19 and, and so on. I've done it before with quotes. I just wanted to share some quotes with you and uh, just to hear what you think, really, uh, as I was doing some research about it. So I've got three, like normal. Uh, the first one is by a Malaysian-born British journalist. It goes by the name of Ed Yong, whether any of you have heard of him or not. I hadn't before um, researching some quotes that I wanted to share with uh, the listeners and the viewers. Probably mean the same thing that is, but we move. Um, so we long to return to normal, but normal led to this. To avert the future pandemics we know are coming, we must grapple with all the ways normal failed us. We have to build something better. And, I mean, true words uh, haven't been spoken, you know. Um, I think we knew this was coming anyway, COVID, and future pandemics are coming. Of course they are. But uh, with the technology and sort of, uh, you know, vaccines and everything, we should be able to handle them and control them and learn the lessons that uh, got wrong with COVID, you know? And uh, I'm looking forward to going back to the stadium. I think they're only letting about 10,000 fans in at the moment. So, you know, I think that's fair enough. You can't pack out the stadium. Not now yet, anyway. Um... Looking forward to the start of the new season, seeing the signings and all that in action, the new ones, and yeah, seeing the, the team play for the first time, I think, since last February. But you know, we've got to be wearing a mask and so on, uh, keeping apart from others. Um, although, speaking of that, my brother and I went to the League Two playoff final to watch Newport play Morecambe in London at Wembley, and uh, we went out to sit together. Although I saw for the Euros, and I know, okay, you know, UEFA uh, and you know, the FA. Uh, 
difference perhaps what what they see can and can't do but um i saw at the euros uh you know fans were sat together in, in wembley but uh as i said that's probably to do with um well different sporting organizations saying this and saying that but yeah um that's gonna wrap it up uh the covid19 pandemic podcast i've got another one coming on friday and that's a euro 2020 review so look forward to that i'll be reviewing the tournaments obviously congratulations to italy uh, winning it all and bringing it uh, to Rome, not home. Um, slight dig at the English there, but uh, you know it's just banter at the end of the day. So look forward to that. Um, I'll be making two this week, uh, just as I guess uh, an apology really for not making any for about a month and a bit now. So look forward to that on Friday. But uh, thank you for all those that are still here. Thank you for listening up to this point if you have done, and to all the love and uh, support shown all the other podcasts up to now, and I'm sure for the future ones as well. If you missed the last one where I talked about popularity, a link will be in the description below. And uh, I didn't say a weekly podcast today because obviously it hasn't been a weekly podcast as of late. So I'm going to get back into it now. I'm glad to be making it again. This cough has come and gone now. It's touch wood. So there we are. I've just touched it right there at the table in front of me. And yeah, look after yourselves. If you're in England, like I said, Freedom Day, make sure you definitely look after yourselves. And uh, thank you all for listening. Take care of yourselves again. And I will see you all very soon uh, on Friday for the Euro 2020 uh, review. And uh, I've got a few more in the the pipeline as well. I want to... Make a podcast about Pop Smoke. I've got the title in mind already. I'm the American rapper who sadly lost his life last February after being shot at a home invasion. Uh, called The Legacy of Pop Smoke because he's recently released an album where his management team did on Friday. So that's one in the pipeline to come. So a lot, a lot coming. Um, I've got one coming about university with um, one of uh, the guys in my course, Harry, that um, I asked him to come on. He was the perfect guy to come on and speak about it with. So lots to look forward to. Uh, that is all to come. Look forward to Friday, which is a Euro 2020 review. Uh, might get my brother on for that. We shall see with uh, school being out now. Uh, rather than just be me every week. Um, maybe you don't mind that. I don't know. <laughs> Let me know. If you want to come on and speak about anything yourself, I always be my guest. Or um, tell me what you'd like to talk about in the comment section below for me to talk about. Um, my Instagram, Facebook will be in the description below as well. And I need to go about... Uh, making an Instagram page for Hoka Talk, or maybe one on Facebook as well, to better promote it, rather than just sharing on my own personal accounts. And before I wrap it up, I've seen you commenting on a couple of um, the the podcasts on YouTube, Joe, asking for a Bin Weevils one. And I actually said this at the end of last, um, not last week, so last month's one about popularity, as I'm sure you know. Um, I will make a Bin Weevils podcast, okay? And everyone's listening uh, is a witness to this. It'll be the last one that I do. Like KSI himself said, um, if he ever decides to call it quits, he'll release a Hesky Time too, because he made Hesky Time already. So I'll make a Bin Weevils podcast. Um, whenever that'll be, I'm not sure, but uh, I've said it now. So you don't have to keep, keep commenting asking for it. So the Bin Weevils podcast will be coming whenever that'll be. Um, I'm hoping to be doing it for a little while longer before deciding to wrap it up. Um, eventually, you know, I want to have a camera um, showing me and whoever is with me talking um, to move from an audio base to a visual one as well. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of things that I want to change about how it is right now. But uh, Ben Weevil's podcast will be coming. But until then, uh, thank you again, as I've said already, for listening. Uh, thank you for being here, for still here. Share with your friends, hit the bell on the video to make sure you don't miss any further uploads of Hope It's All. And I'll see you on Friday for